Hello, everyone. God bless you. And welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. We are thrilled to be with you and honored that you've taken your time to sit down and hear or uh, maybe you're driving. Maybe you're <laughs> there's all kinds of situations we have now with technology. So we are just delighted you've given us this time to be with you today. And we're going to share with you, as always, uh, good things that we know that have helped us in over 50 years of ministry personally. And still helping us. And still helping us. <laughs> One thing, Terry, always says about our, any of our his products and things that we have on our book table uh, anywhere we are he said you can always count on one thing back there uh, with the anytime you order you know, or we're in a church meeting uh, wherever we are that anything that's on our product list is not theory there's no theory back there it is all tried and proven lifestyle stuff information principles foundational um, words that will live forever and have proven themselves over and over, generation, generation. Psalm 90 says, Lord, you have been our our hiding place, our dwelling place in all generations. All generations. Isn't that wonderful? And it always works. It always works. There's it's the no, same no word. Theory. It worked it's for all, Grandma and Grandpa. It worked for us. Years. It's worked yeah. around the world. It's worked in the <laughs> jungles and the rivers and the mountains and the valleys. It yes. worked out in the little bitty uh, country village, jungle yeah. village, no, that's right, huge Terry. Uh, urban center. I, I, I just when, every time I say there's no theory back there, I always think, well, I won't do you like Jackie's grandmother did, Jackie. <laughs> years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, years ago, Jackie was uh, planning uh, Thanksgiving meal for, oh, right. for a lot of people. <laughs> right. I mean, a lot of people. And so uh, she didn't know how to make giblet gravy. <laughs> and so her grandmother made great giblet gravy. Mm. So she said, I'm going to call mom and ask mom how to do her gravy, and it'll mm. just be really, really good. So she did. She called her up and said, Mom, I'm having all these people over Thanksgiving, Terry and I are, and, and uh, we, uh, I'd like to make your giblet gravy. Would you give me the recipe? Mom said, sure. And so she rattled off all these things and the ingredients mm. and how to do it and what to do and what. And mm. so she's okay. And so she made it for Thanksgiving, and it was wonderful. <laughs> and so days afterwards, uh, Jackie called her grandmother and said, you know, thank you so much. She said, oh, well, how'd your meal turn out? And Jackie said, oh, it was great. Everybody thought it was marvelous. She said, how'd the gravy turn out? And Jackie said, oh, it was the hit, man. Everybody thought that giblet gravy was just tremendous. And Mom laughed, and she said, you know, I, I always thought it'd be good that way, and if I ever made it again, I'd try that. And Jackie said, what? <laughs> and so she repeated herself, and Jackie said, you've never made it that way before? She said, no, I just always thought, though, the next time I made it, that's how I'd do it. And she said, you you use me as a guinea pig? You, you tried funny. this out on me? <laughs> so I, as I always think that when I say there's no theory back there, I'm yeah. not, not going to use you like a guinea pig. It, it really works. It really works. <laughs> it really works. It really, you know, the, the word has worked for you. No, you and, that's right. You and Dean and all your marriage and, yes. and all those 38 years y'all passed Thank you, Jesus. And your, your kids and, and work for Jackie and I as living in Mexico as missionaries right. and traveling right. to the nations of the world. And you and Dean were married 44 years. Jackie and I were married 44 years. Right. Now they ran off and left us and went to heaven. And so <laughs> we're still traveling all over and preaching. That same Boy, are we? world. Yeah. The same thing. Us it works. And minister to us. And we, we don't ever have to wonder. If God's changed his mind. No. You know, he, we don't ever have, to, we don't you, ever Jesus. get a letter from heaven. I mentioned this a few 
podcast ago, a few programs ago mm-hmm. about me being a pilot, and I used to have to always be getting updates from yeah. the FAA. Continuing education. They, they would say <clears throat> this frequency of this airport's changed, or this runway's not in use, or this has changed, or that's changed, or and I had to keep pilots have to keep that updated, or they exactly. could kill themselves. Right. So they have to know the right runway, the right radio. No, and that's frequency. good. And I've always said I, I'm so glad that when I get back. From some missions trip for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I get home. I'm glad I don't have this letter from heaven saying, "Now this scripture is no good, and we've changed our mind about this, and this doesn't work anymore." It's just no always joke, so solid. It is, and it's always the, the word from heaven, and it's it's immutable, and it's for everybody it's everywhere. Of That's right. Absolutely. There's no discrimination with it. There, there's no preference with it. It's the same for the rich man as it is for the poor Absolutely. man. It's the same for that country as it is for this Absolutely. country. And the, and we, you were saying on the last program, we, you brought up that scripture, Terry, that is so appropriate for this day and time out of Psalms 11. Yeah, Psalms 11, 3. Although last program I said it was in Proverbs. That's not true. It's <laughs> I wasn't going to say 11, that. Three, and uh, it says, if the foundations. Right be destroyed that's right what can the righteous do or what one translation what will become of the righteous another translation says what what will happen to the good people? to the good people what Isn't will happen that to something? the good people and I, and I think about the mess our country's in right now and with right. the rioting and the these people they're just out of control and they don't care about the law and they don't care about anybody's property and they're shooting people they're killing policemen they're just shooting people innocent people they're dragging right. people out of cars beating them for no reason i mean they they're absolutely have lost their ever-loving mind no that's right because they have no foundation that's and right. And they don't want That's us it. to have foundations. That's it. If you have a foundation, and they're jealous they of like anybody else that has a that has a strict, uh, you know, foundation. Absolutely. In other words, that, that we go back and we believe this, <clears throat> and, and they're the whole thing. I, I I assume, and from what I've read, is that that the, the historical side of life they want to take away anything that refers well, yeah. to oh, history, yeah. which is how most people learn what not to do or to do. Absolutely. And we were talking last program uh, about. Uh, what if there was no law? Right. They wanted to defund the police, get rid of ICE, yeah. get rid of the police, get rid of Homeland Security. And now now some of these insane people this last week uh, said they just want to get rid of prisons. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's like watching a sci-fi movie and say, hey, we're going to let all the prisoners loose. Yeah, right, uh, right. It's just insane. They forget. Right? You know, I travel all over the world and have for 52 years. Right. Even when I'm in the jungle. Right. I mean, the jungle, jungle, jungle. There's no... There's no electricity. There's no lights. There's no running yeah. water. I mean, no, right. Really in the river. Right. Uh, th- th- there's no civilization of any kind. No more. Yeah. And yet right. they still have a prison. They still have a way to they keep them, a, keep the bad guys place, away from the they good still guys. Have made a place out there in the village where they put post on for all four sides, right. where they can't get out. Right. You still incarcerate those that would hurt you. Right. Those that would hurt your babies. Those that would hurt your way of life. Those that would. Uh, hurt the innocents. You you incarcerate right, them. Right, right. Prison. We're not trying. Prison doesn't make people good. No. <laughs> God makes people good. No, that's right. Prison that's doesn't right. make people good. It, it keeps them from hurting good people. Right. T.L. Osborne said an interesting thing to me one time decades ago. T.L. as you know, was my dear right, personal right. friend. Wonderful man in of fact, God. For a long time, I had him all by myself because people in America thought he was dead, and he had not preached in a church in America at that time in 1980. Mm-hmm. He had not preached in a church in the United States of America in 32 years. So Americans thought he was dead. 
And so I had him all to myself, man. Right. We'd go to dinner. Jackie and I'd take Teal and Daisy to dinner, and we'd go to their house. They'd come to our house. I mean, we just, we, I just enjoyed it. We'd go on trips together. Such a wonderful <clears throat> man went, of God. Uh, you know, I went, I went on one trip with just Teal, and I went to five different nations in Europe. Yeah. Uh, and just, just, just the two of us. I tell you, that was like men in heaven, you know. And uh, but anyway, he said to me one day because I was going to Cuba. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and he found out about it. Remember when I changed history and I took right. a Christmas tree to Cuba? Yes, uh, yes. Cuba had not had the Christmas since since Ca- Mr. Castro took over. No, really. So the last Christmas Cuba had had was December the 25th of 1958. Wow. And then the, then the coup came, the revolution came. Right, right. And President Castro, Fidel Castro, took over January the 1st, 1959, mm-hmm. and immediately declared there is no Christmas. Right. Christmas does not exist. You will work on December 25th just like you work on the 24th and the 26th. It's no different than any other day. It's not a holiday. It's not a holy day. You will not have Christmas trees. You will not have Christmas lights. You will not sing Christmas songs. It does not wow. exist anymore. And you're forbidden to say Merry Christmas. And, of course, America was going that way a few years ago. No, Mr. Obama right. told us all the time, don't say Merry Christmas. You don't have a Christmas tree. You have a holiday tree. What a tragedy. And, and Target started doing that nonsense. You know, right. it's a holiday tree. Don't say Merry Christmas. And <laughs> didn't want the Salvation Army out there with the Santa Claus saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry yeah, America Christmas. America was going down that same rat hole, yeah. that same hole to hell. <clears throat> and, of course, since Mr. Trump got elected, and this isn't a political statement, I'm, <laughs> we're doing – factual, actual history, right, which people right. don't want to hear anymore, uh, then immediately he said, hey, we're, it's Christmas. You say Merry Christmas, have a Christmas tree, so on and so forth, have your manger scenes. And, and so anyway, they hadn't had that in Cuba for, no, for, for 34 years. 34 years, no and, Christmas. Uh, from, from I think that's 34, from, from that's 1958 evil. till I brought the mm-hmm. Christmas tree in 2004, so however many years that is. And uh, so I brought, and it changed the nation. It changed. And Christians should always be on the cutting edge. And Christians yes. should always change history. And Christians should always make history. And so we changed history and made history. That's so Cuba. wonderful. But anyway, T.L. found out. He found out I was going. Right. And so he called me. called me in Miami before I left on, on, out of Miami. And he, he said, Terry, he said, you're taking a Christmas tree to Cuba. Is a significant step. It's an exact quote. I wrote it on a napkin. <laughs> Uh, is a significant step to to the opening of Cuba, the reopening of Cuba to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, uh, he, he said, if you get a chance to see Mr. Castro, at that time I was supposed to see the president. But some of y'all will remember, though those of you that still like history and hadn't thrown it away, some of y'all will remember that, that in, in November or December of uh, not, what did I say? 2004. Uh, uh, Mr. Castro fell. President Castro fell and broke his leg. Mm-hmm. So he was in a wheelchair. So he was supposed to meet with me and come right. to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony oh, well, right. that I was doing, invited by the government. Right. And they asked me to tell them the Christmas story. So I got up on national television all over the nation of Cuba and told them the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Told them about Jesus coming and born of a virgin and, and lived on this Hallelujah. earth as a man and died on the cross for their sins and is, rose again the third day and you by believing on him can live with him forever. I mean, it's Hallelujah. a marvelous time and the president was the supposed old, to come old story. but he had broken his leg and was in a wheelchair and he was embarrassed to be on television that way to be right. seen in yeah. a wheelchair as, right. a sign of, as a sign of weakness. So anyway, T.L. said to me, because he had met uh, him back in the 50s mm-hmm. and he said, tell him that laws cannot make bad people good. That's because Mr. Castro true. was known for putting 
everybody in prison. <laughs> right. And said, laws cannot make bad people good. good. But he said, the Bible in Jesus can make bad people good. Good. He said, all that laws and prisons do is incarcerate the bad person to keep them from hurting the good people. The good people. But only the Bible, only Jesus can change the well, heart and make bad people well that's right good absolutely true it's but anyway wonderful. so so we were talking that if the foundations be destroyed mm -hmm. what will the righteous do what can the righteous do? what will happen to the good people and so my concern is right now is these these insane people mm -hmm. and those insane people in congress and in washington dc i mean yeah. they're wanting to abolish the police and both parties abolish the ICE, right. abolish Homeland Security, right. abolish now prisons, yeah. what what will your grandmother do? What will your sister do? What will your aunt do? Well, your your children. Do? Your children. Your if teenage they young that, people. And those foundations be destroyed. God said, what's going to happen to the good people? To the good people. If the foundations are destroyed. Oh, my. So, so we're living right now in that time. And we can't teach the Bible fast enough <laughs> to get everybody's, to help them renew their mind to the authority that they have. Absolutely. And if they're ignorant of their authority <clears throat> in the Lord Jesus and in the name of Jesus and the blood and the power and the word of God, yes. even though they're good hearted and they're kind hearted, they don't even know their authority authority no, to how not. to rebuke, resist, pray, so any of those kinds yeah. of things. And it's that, that other verse you quoted, too. We, I wanted to go back to that because that's so powerful, coupled with Psalm 11, 3, that the foundations, the foundations be destroyed. Be destroyed. Yeah. But then the last verse, Terry, you quoted out of Judges, out of Judges that that God is saying and talking about here that there was there was no rule in Israel at that time. There was no judge. Last, last chapter, they had no last king. Verse last verse of the book of Judges. Of the book Jud of Judges, Judges 21, 26. Uh, 21, 26. Mm -hmm. And read that. I mean, Judges 21, 25. 25. What does it, it say? Well, it says that, that in those days. In those days. In the day of the Judges. In those right. days. There was no king in Israel. No king. And every man did that which was right in his own eyes. That's where we are today. That's where we are today. If, and we, if they do away with the law. Right. Do away with the foundations. Mm -hmm. Do away with the principles. Right. Then every man is going to do what's right in his own eyes. And we know that was a mess then. It would be a mess today. Yeah. And again, your, your, your children would suffer. Your mother, your yeah. grandmother would suffer. You, yeah. Uh, the elderly. The the innocent, the young. Uh, yeah, it becomes the law of the jungle. Only the strong survive. That's exactly right. So they're going to kill off the babies, the weak, the children, yeah. <laughs> kill off the old people. They're no good anyway, they don't think. And, the, and you uh, just have only the strong survive. What they don't realize is they'll be old one day. Yeah, no joke. No <laughs> joke. You know, you uh, elderly people and then our generation. <laughs> Um, hey, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it is so important to have people around that can tell you of what happened before. Sure. And I was so in love with my grandparents on both sides of oh, my family. Oh, we both of you. Yeah, we both our loved our grandparents so much because our grandparents would tell us stories from the 20s, the 30s, during World War II, the Great yes, Depression, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, what had happened before we came along, you know, at the turn of the century, at the, you know, midway of the of the 1900s. And it was just so spectacular. I, I remember over and over saying to my grandmother, 
grandmother, I would go in and just sit by her bed sure. and say, Grammy, just tell me stories. Or sure. we'd be in the oh, kitchen, the I'd just thing. say, Grammy, tell me stories. Tell me what it was like. In the, and she'd go off and tell me all Talk about, about the Great Depression. Yeah, the Great Depression. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know about it. So I no. learned from somebody who had been there. I heard I had I was studying it in school, right. but I knew she had been through it. Oh, yeah. And she would tell me they how how she and my grandfather on the night they got married, that they uh, That's got, a precious story. Isn't that a precious story? They uh, stopped at their what they call back then a little tourist court, which is a you know motel, right. and little uh, back in nineteen twenty. And for Four. you that don't know what that is, it's a hotel, only small. <laughs> 1924, she got married, and she said she and my grandfather got their Bible out in front, and they got down. She said, we just didn't, uh, even, have uh, didn't even have electricity, and it had a, a wood-burning little pot-belly stove, mm-hmm. pot-belly, you know, little heater. And she said they got down there and read in the dark when, when their Bible. Heater, people don't even yeah. understand that you put wood in it you put wood and in. set the wood on fire. <laughs> and that's what heats the room. It was metal and and, and, and bulged out like this. They right. called it a pot belly. A pot belly. <laughs> hmm. And so and so that would heat the room. That would heat that, the that room. Hot metal. And they got and and they dedicated to the Lord on their wedding night that as long as they lived and my grandfather had a job, they would tithe ten percent of their income. Wow. And their and so through on the their wedding night. On their wedding night. In 1924, my grandparents, through the entire Depression, had a job. My grandfather had a job and supported six families within their two families. And they never, my grandmother would always say, and we never missed a meal. And all of those families ate, and everybody had a toothbrush and a clean pair of clothes. That was her statement about that. And that's what... That's what history will tell you. Sure. History will but if tell you. Abolish you, history. Yeah, if you if you'll believe it, God will do the same thing for you. Well, absolutely. And so our history is the Constitution for the United States yes. of America, and well, the foundation. Bible is our foundation yes. for Christianity. As an American, our foundation, our post, our post, our anchor, our anchors is that's right. the Constitution. That's, As a Christian, our right. post, our anchor is the Word of God. And I have a sermon, as you well know, and I'm asked to preach it all over the world. That's I right. have an old sermon called Don't Move, Move the, post. the Post. Because the Word of God tells us over in the Old Testament, those, those patriarchs, yes, those men and women of God right. that heard from God. And even as Moses led them out of 450 years captivity mm-hmm. in Egypt mm-hmm. to the promised land, right. uh, from time to time, God would do great miracles for yes, them. Yes, hallelujah. And we know those because they're recorded in the Bible. The Bible. We know they walked across we, the We can go Red back to sea. the post and read it. We, <laughs> yes. We can go where they walked across the Red Sea on That's dry right. ground, where God gave them manna from heaven every day, fresh baked bread from heaven wow. every day, gave them quail on toast, uh, <laughs> got them water out of a rock. I mean, they were thirsty. Fresh they water. water around, so God got them water out of a rock. Wow. And, and just all the miracles, not to mention the battles they had with the bad no, guys. Right. And, and, right. But, but uh, um, I'll tell you about this time in the program, I always get... Our time's running out, <laughs> uh, but 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 those historical things, right? And God knew that right. if you don't watch out and if you right. don't be very careful, you're going to forget that. That's right. So He would tell them from time to time, drive a post here, right? You know, a piece of wood. Drive a stake, a post here, right? Or put some rocks, put some rocks together. Here. In fact, and, I'm I'm reminded of Joshua chapter four, right? That says as they walked over 
for the first time, they're going to the promised land. Yes. They're crossing the Jordan River, you know, into the promised land. Wow. After God had promised it to them for hundreds of years, mm -hmm. and now they're doing it. But as they were walking over, God said to Joshua, Joshua chapter 4, he said, tell the priest that each one of them pick up a stone. My goodness. I'm not talking pebble. I mean, pick up a stone yeah. and bring it with them and then stack it on the other side. Stack right. it on the side you're going to and leave it there and never touch it and never move it. And then he said, here's why. He said, in the days to come. In the days to come. Like now, here we are. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Joshua chapter 4. I believe it's verse 3. It says, in the, in, the, in the days to come. How do you put it? He said, leave these 12 stones, and they shall carry them with you, have them in a lodging place. And this may be a sign for you that when your children, this is the whole point of That's history. That's the whole point, exactly. That when I your agree. children ask their fathers in time to come. Right. Saying, Grandma, yes. Grandpa, Mama, Daddy, what, what meaneth these stones? Yeah. What mean ye by these stones? Those? I, I've seen these stones all my life. Every time we come past, see, I see those stones. What what in the world is that about? Then you'll tell them the great facts. Hallelujah. The great facts of what God did for Israel. You'll say, oh, this stone. Yes. This reminds us of when God took us into the promised land. Right. God gave us this land. And this, this is when we walked across the river and took it. Wow. And this stake over here, this post over here is when we got water out of a rock. These stones over here is when God gave us manna to eat every morning. Right. I mean, every morning from the bakeries of heaven, God gave us manna. Otherwise, those children don't understand. It just becomes no. a fairy tale and a no. fable. And they, oh, no, no. This, this is the exact spot it happened. I was there. Your grandpa was there. No, that's Your right. Your great grandpa was there. And that stone, and, th and, and this is where we came across the Red Sea uh, and escaped from Egypt. And Pharaoh followed us in these chariots and armies, and God gave us dry ground to walk on, and they all drowned. And that's what these stones are for. And God said, the children, he even said in another scripture, he said, even those yet unborn. Yeah, Psalm 78. This, even on. those children yet unborn, when they ask you, what do these yes. stones mean? What do these posts mean? Wow. See, the scripture says, uh, uh, the, the scripture says in Proverbs 24, it says, some remove the ancient landmarks. Mm. That's dangerous. Dangerous to do that. You, you, you people out there, you need to listen to me. Leave those landmarks alone. No, that's right. Leave those stones alone. Leave those statues alone. Leave those. Leave those posts alone. It says. It says some. Some remove the landmarks and they violently. It says take it away. You'd think that you'd think you was watching television. Yeah, no joke. You think they talk? It says they violently take away yeah. the flocks in the feed thereof. Then Proverbs 22 says, Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Isn't that something? He says, don't you mess with that. Don't you mess with history. Don't you mess with the things God has done. Those are yeah. for a living memorial and a forever lasting memorial of what God has done for you. You know, it tells us in Psalm 78, and again, our clock's just about gone. Um, in Psalm 78, it says that the children of Israel were ready for war. Right. They had their swords. They had their spears. Oh, yeah. They had everything. They had everything. their shields. They, they had, had their bow and arrows. And here they, they are. They're marching the to war. They and needed. Then it, and then it says, and they turned back. They, that's just they tragedy and action. They turned yeah. yellow. They turned tail and ran back and did not go to war. And they became ashamed to God. It says that they, it says that they tempted the Holy, Holy One, One of, of Israel. Israel. Because it says they limited God. 
when they wouldn't go fight, when God was on their side and said, you go fight, I'm going with you. And they then they turned back and wouldn't fight. Then God says, you tempted. T.L. Oswald told me years ago, he said, that's the greatest sin in the Bible. They tempted the Holy, the holy One of you. They of limited Israel. God. The limited and, yeah. and it goes on to tell us in Psalm 78, mm-hmm. it says, it says they, they were like a warped bow, you know, a, a bow, yeah, like a bow, bow and, and arrow. arrow. It mm-hmm. says they were like a warped bow that would not respond to the archer's aim. Now, you know, I'm a bow hunter. Right. You know, I, I shoot stuff with a bow and my boys did and your boys. Mm-hmm. And, right. <laughs> and uh, uh, I have to tell you a story about something Alan did one time with a bow, but I can't say it on television. <laughs> but we, we've shot some stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but it says warped. Uh, they they were like a warped bow mm-hmm. to God, and would not respond to the no, archer. God's right. the archer to the that's archer's right. aim. Isn't that awful? It and is. It says it's all because the parents. The parents. Listen to me, parents. It's all because the parents did not teach their children the great facts, the great history. The Isn't great that story of how God God called it facts, facts. The great facts how he of how what, he delivered how, how God dealt <laughs> with Israel and what he did for Israel. In other words, he, we're going to have to pick this up next week. I know, I, can't I know, get I know. With this, but we we can't let the foundations be destroyed. You need to know where you came from and exactly. why you believe what you believe. You didn't just think this stuff up. It, 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 we have a lineage. We have a history. That's right. That's right. Well, we're, our lives are goodbye. yeah. Our lives are built on the backs of great heroes. Both, you know, and, and we stand on the shoulders of giants. Every generation. So uh, I just, Terry and I, we're just so full of what we want to do to help you. You're a missionary to America, wherever you're listening. God has salted you into that place. And we're just here to try to help you on any level that we possibly can. You can find us at terrymize.com. And then our website is terrymizeministries.org. And we are just thrilled to always help you and let you know one more time, uh, we are here for you and you are. More More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye.